Hello everyone, welcome to the Chart Shot Games Cast. Each and every week, friends gather around talking about the games that they're playing, things going on in their lives. Today we have a special guest with us. He's from the Voices of the Vanguard. His name is Sully. Hello everyone. And uh, we have our old faithful Justin. Be a hero. Be yourself. And Ben. I'm just a sexy Ben. Sexy Ben. Ben. There you don't go. Dance. Thank you. See, I told you. I told you. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's a wrestling thing. Just, just drop yeah. it there. He's a sexy Ben. That's all you need I to know. Had, I had on the way here had like three different. How do I open up the show this time? And that was the one to settle on because I fell asleep during the other two. So, yeah. Nice. That was a, that was a good choice. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, Sully, just uh, I guess briefly, just mention what you do, like, like what, like your streams and stuff. Okay, most of my content is basically around Destiny. Um, really? I do like... Yeah, no, it's a big Weird. surprise. Uh, I do like to venture out. I'm huge in like RPG games, like open world games. Super excited for next Friday with Last of Us 2 coming out. Um, been gaming since I was five. I've played everything from starting out with Pokemon, Zelda, sports games, first-person shooters, Call of Duty. That's basically it have a nice variety so yeah and you can check him out on twitch uh sully underscore underscore games also he does the voices of the vanguard with me if you haven't checked that out yet you should definitely should ben gives it a recommendation even though he doesn't play the game so. best destiny podcast for a new cop co- for a person who doesn't play the game even though it's a really niche audience and it's probably unrealistic but it's still a cool pod god that went too long sorry okay <laughs> it's all good um, so we usually let our guests start, so, uh, Sully, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? Uh, well, the new season of Destiny just started Tuesday, so that's what I've been focusing on as of right now. Well, once the content probably dries out at some point, it will. Uh, I do want to go, and actually, I got my new PC, so I want to play Assassin's Creed Origins. Hmm. And I want to be, I want to play Witcher 3, which I have yet to play. So I wanted to bring that up since I know Ben has been playing that. So was and then a game, little other little game came out, and now I haven't touched it in two weeks, and I feel bad. Leave. I'm sorry. Your baby Zeno came out. It's okay. Xenomorph, baby Xenomorph. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Yeah. If you want to hear like me and Sully talk about Dusty for around forty-five to an hour, forty-five minutes to an hour. Uh, you can go check out our podcast there. Yeah, I don't want to talk too much about Destiny since I already do that on the on other podcast. show. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, go with Justin then. Okay. Uh, this week's been another blur. I've been dealing with a lot of work stuff, but I will have more free time coming up soon, which is nice. Um, so I'm trying to remember what I've actually been playing. Uh, I spent part of the week uh diving into a bunch of really cool little indie games uh which i actually i was i was doing uh a video a day on my channel um over on youtube uh youtube.com slash c slash zero score no big deal um and they they have the the uh i don't i doubt it'll still be live like when this actually goes up but it is right now um they have the uh bundle for racial justice and equality on itch.io uh which is like 1500 games for five bucks um it's crazy and there's a lot of great titles in there like you know uh night in the woods celeste um 
uh, I can't I can't think of the other big <clears throat> names in there. Uh, one shot, which isn't as popular, but like people know it. Um, Octodad, both Octodad games actually. There's more than one. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. What? Yeah, there's there's Octodad and then there's Octodad Dadliest Catch. Oh, no, actually, so like, remember, that's not the same. That. Oh my god, I thought, I it, was thought it was the same game. game too, but I guess not. Like like a that's weird. Wow. I was actually confused too because like I got it when it was like seven hundred games, and then it doubled at some point, and I was like, "Oh crap!" Like when did this happen? So <laughs> I, like, it's not very well organized on HIL. I'll say that. Um, so I was trying to go back through and like see what all new stuff was added, um, because all I knew was like a few random things, like the two Octodad games. And so I looked through and I found Dadliest Catch, and then I was like, "Okay, that's the first one." And then I just kept scrolling, and then I found just Octodad, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Because I've, I've never played them. I just I think they're really cool. Um, yeah. So maybe I will now. But anyway, uh, my goal was to play kind of the hidden gems out of that collection that interested me specifically uh, and weren't like super well known. Um, like basically, I didn't want to have heard of them. Uh, so there's ten total games that I covered. Uh, you know, two a day on all five days. Uh, the last two just went up today as of this recording. Uh, and there was a really cool collection of things. There's like, um, there's actually some stuff I wanted to play and just didn't have time for because I couldn't justify doing it like every day for the entirety of the bundle because I just don't have that kind of time. Um, it was honestly hard enough to get these out. It was like five o'clock or so some days where I'm like, all right, I literally just finished this. I have no time to edit it. Let's just get it up. <laughs> um, it was about a two hour turnaround on each of those, like including playing the games. Um, anyway. There's, like, some platformers, uh, like a, a Zelda clone, uh, a few Metroidvania-type games, um, a few kind of really cool, like, puzzle-slash-arcade-y like, types. I don't even know what to call Future Grind. Like, that one was super cool, but I don't know what genre it is. It's whatever Trials is, pretty much, right? Yeah. It's, like... But it's also kind of got, like, the almost a rhythm element to it because like it's really musical and like it you're not hitting it to the rhythm but the fact that like you have to actually like switch colors you know like i almost wish there was like a beat mode to it yeah i think back uh, then people would just say that's just that's just an arcade game but like yeah uh, yeah but yeah there's a lot of really cool variety in there and i wanted to kind of show off some different types of games um like i said there's a few i didn't get to try uh like there's one that's like an rpg but like a turn-based rpg um, but it's a team of hackers. So like your, uh, your battle system is basically like sending, uh, like viruses and stuff to the other hackers. And so you're like hacking each other through like a turn-based battle system. <laughs> um, and that looks really cool. And it had kind of like a, almost a Pokemon style, uh, like art style to it, but it just, it wasn't at the top of my list. So I didn't end up covering it, but I, I'm going to play it. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of those games. That was a big part of my week. Um, and then I also uh, booted uh, Spider-Man back up on PS4. Yeah. There you go. Because they announced the sequel, which will... Well, not sequel, but they announced a new game. <laughs> the sequel, not sequel Yeah, game. I don't know yeah, what that it is confusing. yet. <laughs> um, yeah. But it got me super hyped, and so I wanted to jump back into that. Uh, so I'm going game. to... It is. I'm going to stream the uh, the story mode again, like the main story mode, uh, 
because I have I still need to complete a trophy for New Game Plus to beat it in Ultimate Mode. Um, and it's going to be a disaster, but like I'm pretty confident with that game. I'm just not super good at the combat because I I kind of you know you can kind of take it lazy on normal mode. Yeah. Um, so I think I can do it. I just probably won't do like a lot of the side quests, like the um, the battle uh, hideouts or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of stuff you don't have to do to beat the game. I'll just focus on beating the game and you know do it that way. But yeah, I want to get that trophy because it makes me mad. It's the only one I'm missing from the main game. Um, I haven't gotten all the DLC trophies, but I don't care about them. <clears throat> you'd have a um, you'd have a platinum then, right? No, I, I do have the Platinum. Oh, wait, what? That was from before, yeah. Oh, they like, added to that after? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, what's weird is it's not one of those games that has two Platinums, which I kind of wish it did. That's weird. Because then I would do all the DLC and stuff. Yeah. Um, But I got the Platinum in the main game. And then they released the update with New Game Plus, And it had, like, I think uh, just a few trophies t- attached to it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's just sitting there unfinished. Like, like, one trophy away. <laughs> and then they have the DLC with a bunch of new trophies across each, you know, chapter of the DLC. And by that time, I was like, no, I'm good. Like, there's no platinum for these. I don't care. But New Game Plus, it's just, it's a pride thing, because there's only one left. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to try to do that. But uh, in the meantime, I've been kind of just, like, brushing up on the controls and stuff, because I totally forgot it's been, like, two years. Um by playing through the DLC again uh, for a new, uh, like a season two of my Spider-Man story play. Um, so I literally started that up today, but um, I got motivated and edited it together to put out for tomorrow, uh, as in Saturday. It'll be out when most people probably hear this. But yeah, so I've been busy with a lot of like content stuff, so I haven't really gamed for fun that much. Um, I'm not trying to plug myself. It's just like, that's the stuff I've been playing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, you know, also it doesn't hurt. You know, I can subscribe. Uh, but aside from that, I wanted to jump back into Final Fantasy IX. Uh, again, like, I just keep playing games I've already played, but whatever. Uh, because they released it for Game Pass. And, like, I wasn't going to get it on Game Pass. Like, I already own it on Steam and stuff. But, like, the fact that it came out like again, I was like, "Hmm, I really like that game. It's like one of my favorites of all time." Maybe I'll maybe I'll start it back up. So I kind of went down the rabbit hole and looked up like the different uh, graphics mods and stuff for it, just to you know, it, it's the Steam remaster, so like they improved the character models and stuff. But Square and their lazy ways never like fixes the the backgrounds or anything. No. So it always looks just at odds with itself. Uh, <laughs> So I found, like, one of the, you know, the Gigapixel AI, uh, like, HD mods that just kind of cleans up some of the weird, uh, like, mismatched textures and things like that. And then also, like, uh, routes the, the all the, the background images through, like, a, uh, a filtering AI to make them, like, you know, add detail and kind of smooth them out and stuff. And that game looks beautiful now. Like, I, I am going to get back to it. I just, I kind of started it up to see, like, the graphics comparison and stuff, and then got distracted by other games, because of, like, the HIO bundle and stuff. But, um, one last thing, I think, uh, was I grabbed uh, Tales of Zestiria, because I kind of wanted a new Tales game to play, 
And, like, I think last week I was debating between uh, Skies of Arcadia and Tales of Symphonia, like, as GameCube games to play. Um, but I realized that, like, Tales of Symphonia had an HD port on Steam, so I was like, eh, I would just buy that. Like, if I'm going to play Skies, I'll play it on GameCube, but I'm not going to play Symphonia on GameCube because there's a better version of that out. And then one of my friends said that that's a, it's a garbage port and, like, the frame rate sucks and there's all these weird graphical things and whatnot. So I figured, like, if I was going to do that, I w- again, I would look into mods and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, but I ended up finding Zysteria, like, cheap on sale. So I just grabbed that instead because it's a newer game and doesn't have those issues. Um, so, again, I didn't get very far into it, uh, but it's pretty cool. Like, I never got into Berseria, like the other recent one, because of the like weird like trash werewolf anime feel to it. Um, but this one's more of like a, a proper like kind of medieval fantasy type thing, and it feels like it dives into some like Norse lore or something too, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, but I need to I need to play more of it. Um, I just weirdly don't have enough time right now, even though I'm home all day. <laughs> uh. But that's pretty much it. I don't want to talk too much about the Itch.io games I played, because, like, they're awesome, but, like, I don't remember the link to the bundle or anything right now, or if it'll even be live still. So, like, I want people to, you know, go to the the YouTube videos, because that links to the bundle and all that stuff. Um, Well, if it's still up, I'll uh, I'll have a link in the show notes. Okay, because this is, like, day five of eight, but honestly, I could see them extending it. Because, like, they keep adding games to it. Mm-hmm. So not all of those games have been on there for eight days. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, because it's doing really well, too. It's made, like, $4 million or something so far, yeah. and it's a $5 bundle. Which, it's a, you know, it's a pick-your-price. Like, you can pay whatever you want for it, but it's minimum of $5. Yeah. So, like, I can't imagine how many people have bought this bundle. And all the games are donated. Like, all of the money goes to the charity. Yep. Um, which is really cool. So, yeah, I just want to give that another shout-out, um, in case it's still alive. But I think that's pretty much it. I can't think of anything else offhand, at least. Um, man, you'd think, like, when I'm home all the time, it would be easier to reach my 20, uh, my mandatory, like, contracted 20-minute, uh, minimum on my section, but I just can't do it anymore. You're you're too busy watching really bad movies. Yep. Oh yeah, I could talk about the Resident Evil movies because that is video game related. Ugh. I watched uh, five and a half uh, Resident Evil. movies. Why did I do this? But then you had you had to you had to, you had to bring it up, right? <laughs> you had your out. We could have skipped it. So you you have you have HBO Max. You could have watched all the Studio Ghibli movies on there, but nah, I gotta watch trash movie. Unquality Hollywood movies. Congratulations, Justin. Um, I own a lot of the Studio Ghibli movies already, yeah, so like, I don't need to watch them in HBO Max. Then watch them! What are you doing? <laughs> if you're gonna watch a movie, watch something good. At least something that's competent, please. Do you want me to continue watching Doom Patrol? I'll stop just to spite you. That's your. That's. I don't care. That's, that's actually thing. It's, it's really good. I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I've seen it. I gain. I lose nor gain nothing from you watching it. You lose for something. Something that's actually good, which is on brand for you, in terms of <laughs> entertainment. Rude. 
I'm actually offended by that. It's not easy to offend me. Like Mortal Kombat Annihilation more than the original one. Like the Resident Evil movies. I mean, Mortal Kombat I mean, Annihilation is better than the original. No, it's not. That's we the did all trash. No, it's, it's it's more entertaining. No. Anyway, um, Resident Evil like <clears throat> as a series is is trash. Like I mean, the movies. Uh, the first one actually like somewhat holds up as kind of an atmospheric, spooky movie. Um, it's weird that there's no zombies until like almost forty minutes in. But, like, it's not bad. Like, it... it... The problem is... Uh, I, I figured this out. Uh, the fourth one on is when uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, whatever... I feel like, like he's, like, uh, that meme where he has all those things up and the strings and stuff. He's trying to figure out Resident Evil plot. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not plot. It's not plot. It's, it's like, the actual movie-making structure of it. Right, right. Because, like, okay. the first three are at least decently competent. We, got, we gotta get meta with this. Yeah, but like four on when when Paul took over as director, are trash. Like the shot composition is all over the place. The editing is terrible. Like for every every movement in a fight scene, there's the fifteen cut, cut, cuts. Cut cut, cut 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 to where like you're not even sure what the cut was because it it moves so quickly. Whereas like the first ones, they actually kind of take their time. There's like establishing shots. It's kind of nice like suspense building and stuff like that. But four on, just trash action movies that happen to sometimes have zombies in them. Uh, and, like, that's what... Ironically, it's when they bring in more of the uh, the Resident Evil characters, but they're also not important because Alice. Yeah. Deus Ex Alice comes the, the in direct... and saves the day no matter what. Yeah. So, plus Allie Lauder's a terrible Claire Redfield. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. Um, but... I will, I, I, I said this on Discord, I will say that the end, at least, of the fourth movie holds up, not because of it was well-directed or anything, just because, like, that's actually a final fight scene that has Claire and Chris Redfield versus Albert Wesker. Like, it almost, with, like, the, the uh, Las Plagas dogs, um, it almost feels like a Resident Evil movie. Yeah, Until the Alice swoops in and saves the day. Mm. <laughs> and then you're like, oh yeah, Alice is here too. Crap, never mind. But like, I, I was reading up, and apparently, like that end fight scene in the fourth movie is actually like really similar to the final fight in Resident Evil Five, Six, one of those. Like, still, you know, not great games, but like they actually tried to make it like video game accurate, which is cool. But the rest of that movie is not good, so. I, I really want them to do like the uh, the the Castlevania treatment for Resident Evil, like an animated, like from the games. Like you start mm. with one, and you're in the mansion. You get like four episodes in the mansion. That would be awesome. Like just just do that. I'm pretty sure they I've have heard... animated shows uh, or movies, rather. Right? There's yeah. animated movies, but they're not good. They're yeah. They're I was just say, I've heard the animated movies are better, but they're still not great. They're not. No, they're yeah. not. <laughs> I would put them on the same level. Um... Maybe the animation looks slightly pretty, but yeah, it's still bad. I mean, their Leon is better, at least. No, it's not. There's what no the, better Leon. The only good Leon is Leon 2 and 4. Every other Leon is bad. Leon 6 is bad. Leon in the movie is bad. Yeah. Leon in the movie is so bad. Yeah. He looks stupid. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't even look like... He, he would... 
you would be a bad choice for a porn parody of Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah. Like that's well, how bad he is. Let's just hope when they reboot it, they actually you know try to stay somewhat truthful to what was what's there in the games because yeah. there's interesting there's interesting lore there. Um, but the first movie is cool. It's kind of grounded. Like it's not good, <laughs> but it at least like actually sets up some interesting elements there. Sorry, I just looked at the who Leon is in the movies, and yeah, this is hilariously bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's uh. all right. He looks like friggin' Locke from Lost. All right, um, let's just move on into Ben. Maybe he could save us with some good stuff. Yeah, because I actually, you know, played video games. Um, not not questioning Justin's video game uh, choices because those are superb. But uh, so I beat Shantae and the Seven Damn Sirens. Right um, yeah, I mean, I usually, I usually tend to gracious your movie, movie twists are trash. Um, I have so much time, okay? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah and yet, you know, whatever. Uh, so, Shantae and Seven Sirens, uh, very fun game. Um, very, very fun game. I really enjoyed it. I loved a lot about it. I'm saying a lot of nothing. <laughs> um, it's, I'm confl- I, 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 when I beat it, I was satisfied, but looking back on it, I'm conflicted about it. It's not bad or anything, but it's very like if okay, I'll say this right now. If you are looking for like a hardcore Metrovania experience, this ain't it, honey. <laughs> you know, this is not it. it. Is there's a, there's a, it's it's the biggest map for sure in any Shantae game. But you don't really do a lot of stuff in them and there's there's a lot in the wave points. I'm not going to lie, the wave points suck. In terms of where they are and or the and how how far you go, you need to go to get to a point. Um, but that being said, I enjoyed a lot of the new transformations that they gave her, even though two of them are very similar in what they do, except one moves in sand and one moves in water. Um, but other than that, the other two would still make uh, make it worth it. It's also very easy. Having played the game uh, from start to finish and doing just a normal mode, I mean, Shantae games aren't never known for their difficulty. So, but this one is the easiest one I've played so far. Um, it's the, it's, especially with a card system. And I feel like the card system, while interesting, because of how easy the game is, you don't really get to experience it all that much because you don't really need to use it. If anything, you're going to make it a a much easier experience, which that's up to you, you know, if you want to do that. Um, I mean, and there's also not worth much exploring. I mean, in, in, in previous games, you would explore to get new transformations, like in Half Genie Hero. You would get more unique transformations here. You're literally just exploring for heart squids, um, which, you know, you get four of them, and then you create a new heart container. Um, but it has charm, and, the, and it controls fine, and, and, the, and the story is not what is whatever. It's also very repetitive in terms of its structure, and I think it's because it, this was initially released on Apple Arcade. Uh, there's a lot of times where Shantae will get a... You, you'll play Shantae, you'll go to a new area, you're told to go to this thing... You go into the you go into the area. You run to risky boots. You fight risky boots. You fight risky boots like four times, which really shocked me because she's like the de facto villain of the of the series, and like she's not the final boss here. There's actually a new final boss. Um, but like I'm like wow, we're I'm really fighting risky boots a lot, <laughs> like a lot. Um, I mean don't get me wrong, I love seeing her. And please step on me later. Um, anyways, uh, but like I could tell this is probably it was probably because it was release and have arcade it was probably done that way on purpose uh but i still enjoyed it like i don't hate it 
Um, I think I don't know. I can't decide if I like Half Genie Hero more or this one more. I think I like this one more just a little bit, just because it has a more unique setting. The the art style uh, in this one look has a bit more traditional two D stuff in the background, so it looks gorgeous. Um, uh, I don't know. It just feels hollow. Like it feels really like having gone through with it, it feels more hollow than it should. <clears throat> but it was still entertaining. Like I don't regret playing it. I don't know if it was worth thirty bucks. Then again, I didn't pay thirty. I paid fifteen because I used my Nintendo Gold coins for it. So made me want to wait for a price point. I mean, it took me about ten hours to go through. I didn't complete it everything. I didn't complete everything. Uh, you do unlock a uh, magic mode, which Shantae gets a new outfit, and she looks like she looks cute and. But the only thing with that is that you can do more de- magic, but then you take more uh, damage. But it doesn't hinder anything else. You can literally, you can still use the cards. You can still buy items. Like I was, I never really used items in the Shantae games before, um, just because I like losing the magic stuff. But I figured, well, okay, let's just try them all. And I ma- and because like it's so easy to max out gems and and max out food items. Like I never died. I never died once in this game. Like, and I'm not good at, I'm not good at video games. I suck. So, I mean, like, it's a good introduction to Shantae game. I think it does a lot of things I wish Half Genie Hero did, but it does, to me, it doesn't fully realize the potential. Um, but still fun. Uh, I wonder if they're going to do, like, DLC updates for it or something, because they did all that a lot with Half Genie Hero, so uh, I guess we'll see, but... Definitely not a bad time, but definitely... I could have waited for that. But, it, you know, it's whatever. It only took me about four days to beat it. Uh, besides that... Um, minor Animal Crossing update. I put down more paths. And I officially have ten villagers. Um, so... Hey. Yeah, ten villagers. I'm I'm not doing any terraforming because I don't know what the fuck to do. So I'm just going to leave everything <laughs> as this and not, not give me a headache. Um, I'm just not going to do it. Like, maybe I'll do a river. Maybe, like, I thought about, okay, maybe I'll put a waterfall here. It's not as hard as you think it is. It's fairly Well, it's, it's not that. It's just, it's just like... It's I, also I, not fun. Yeah, I honestly like how my island looks as it is um, in terms of aesthetic. So I'm like, let's, let's just leave it here. Like, I thought about maybe I'll <coughs> shave this off here, but I haven't done anything yet because I'm lazy. Um, are- but yeah, my last... There's also, uh, like, certain, like, fish that you need to catch that are, like, uh, on the... They need to be on the cliff in a pond. So, like, yeah. you need to make that kind of stuff if you don't have it. No, I have that. I okay. Have um, I thought about creating another pond, though. Like, in, there's, like, I have a huge circle of paths right next to Ken Barra's house. And I was like, well, I could probably turn it into a little mini river. It's right by the beach. Why not? I haven't done it yet, though. Um, you know, uh, I've officially have secluded off a piece of land, though. Um, that's, I was already there. That's gonna be my flower garden. Because everybody in this game has, like, a flower garden. And I kind of have, like, flowers, like, kind of split out. But I want, like, an area that's just flowers. And I found it, and I'm gonna start planning when I turn the game back on. And who knows when that will be at this point. I finally Um, have black flowers. Nice! I got one! Yeah, I've got one. Nice. Need to grow that out. My last neighbor was, is a, because I didn't play the game for a day, and then I came back, and then she was there. I'm like, oh! Hi, I think it's a hippo, from what I remember. I can't remember her name. Um, but the thing is, like, I felt bad because, like, a villager, and I didn't realize I had ten villagers. <laughs> and uh, then I was like, somebody's visiting in our campsite. Oh, it's a kangaroo with the little Joey in her pouch. And 
and she's pink, and I'm like, can you move in? Yeah. And just like, you already have ten people. I'm like, I do? Like, oh, I do. So, uh, I, like I said, I don't I mean, hate you can kick someone vill- out. I'm not going to do that, because I'm not an asshole, and I love my villagers, but... You just talk to them, and then they'll be like, okay, I'll talk to residential services, and they'll be like, and... No, I don't want to do that, because it's mean. No, they, they go me. by who already wants to move, who yeah. hates you. Yeah. Like, I you don't, don't care do if they hate you. I don't. I don't. I don't want to do that. I want to like them. I want them to come to me and then like, well, I'll consider it and then force them to stay because I don't want to say goodbye. Um, but I, as a but honestly, if Camo the frog, because uh, I like actually, you know, what, if Peewee the gorilla, if he decided like, you know what, man, I want to move on, I would let him move on. I'm not that attached to him. He's cool. I want to. I thought about saying that for Camo the frog, uh, but I like him. Because he's like that old wise dude, that old chill dude, you know. Everybody knows that old that old guy who's just chill. He's that guy, and I love him on my island because all my other villagers are like young and and like outgoing, and he's just like my knees hurt, man. I'm just gonna sit here for a while. Is that okay, dog? You know, <laughs> is I he love just him. me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just chill. I feel like Camo know? the Frog would fly a Confederate flag. I no, 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 that's Camo. Camo actually cares about people. Um, Peewee might, yeah, but I don't people. know. Yeah, but I like Peewee. Peewee, Peewee is, uh, Peewee's fun. Um, although Kill I saw him flirting darlings. with... Kill your darlings. Um, I saw him flirting with, uh, Cecilia. I'm like, well then, <laughs> shoot your shot, buddy. Uh, but yeah, if Cecilia or any of my original villagers came to me, I'm like, actually, they have, and I told them, no, you're not leaving. Scoot wanted to move. I'm like, nope, you're not. You know, you will die here. Yeah, but like, you know, I think at some point I'm gonna have to let them go just because, like, you know, just just to change things up. But for now, I want to enjoy my community. I worked hard for this. Uh, There's like 300 villagers, and you're gonna love all of them. Probably. I still want that ram. That ram is my ultimate goal. Uh, The crying ram. Um, But besides that, the big game that's kind of taken over my life. Uh, is Xenoblade Chronicles, uh, and I've done way more. Um, one thing I didn't do when I played it back on the 3DS version, uh, and I won't get into spoiler territory or anything, so this is mostly going to be talking about side quests, is I didn't do that much side questing in the original game, because side questing in Xenoblade Chronicles, unlike a lot of our RPGs, is a monumentous task that requires, because, okay, just, I need to start from the top. So, you have a thing called affinity, which at first it's initially between your partners. You gain it by battling, by doing special things in, in, in attacks, or doing or visiting certain uh, heart-to-heart moments. And you raise affinity, you get bonuses and stuff. Just the short end of it. You also have affinity for like different areas of the Bionis that you can visit, and they start at at, 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 at like different star ratings, like one star, two star, one star to five star. And to get more a higher rating, you have to do side quests, talk to NPCs, and specifically NPCs that have names. Because there's NPCs that are just villager or <laughs> or um, resident or something. And there are certain villagers that have names, and those people are connected to other people. And then that'll unlock the side quest. The more side quests you do, the more villager villagers with names you talk to, the more side quests you unlock, the more stuff you get. And also you can trade things for people, which is a great... Uh, thing to know because certain items you can like you can either try to find it in the wild or get it a drop from a monster or if your affinity is high enough you can trade for it with another villager and then uh, so there's that it's a lot like 
Uh, and one of the and the biggest undertaking of it is the rebuilding of Colony Six. Um, so you're in Colony Nine. One of the first areas you go to after the after Gower Plain is Colony Six, and you can and you don't get to go to it until after you come you and you exit the Satoro Marsh area. Which oh my god, I posted screenshots of that on Twitter. Uh, Twitter.com slash Marvelsiggy. Oh, I love that area at night. It's so pretty. But goddamn, why is there level seventy five monsters? <laughs> Everywhere in that place at night, I hate it. And in the, in the day version, it's just like all jury and ugh, disgusting. Um, but Colony Six, just to give to comparison, it's like Terrytown, but on crack. So it's you have to rebuild it, and by rebuilding it, you have to find certain items. You raise the levels of like certain things. Of I think it's housing, and commerce. Housing economy and two other like event something, and you have to find these specific things. Luckily, it's not a lot. Usually, it's like one of something, four or something. It's nothing too humongous. Um, but if you don't have it, you may have to look for it or you may have to trade for it. Um, and I'm kind of glad I'm doing it now because again, I've beaten this game before, so I'm not in a hurry to beat it like I did last time to find out what the next story is. Next story be this. I know that. Um, the only thing I would, if I really wanted to play the the epilogue futures in, I could do that right now, from separate from the gameplay. If I really want to do that, luckily nobody on my timeline follow plays Xenoblade, so I don't have to fear for that noise. Uh, but it's having done a little bit of Colony Six, and then unlocking like a second layer of Colony Nine side quests. I'm like, oh my god, this is a lot. Holy fucking shit! Which is why I'm glad this is on the Switch, where I can play it on. I can do like big cinematic shit. On my TV, like all the story stuff, but then when I'm on the either in my bed or on at work on the way to work, I can do side quest stuff, short little stuff. I think that works perfectly fine. Uh, still amazing game, and I God, I, every time I like now I'm one thing I didn't before, and this is the last thing I'll talk about. <laughs> um, uh, Magna Forest is, is one of my favorite areas in the game because it has these big waterfalls and you have this big vista, uh, and you go to the basically like the world tree. Uh, which is a huge ass tree where these little Napon, these little uh, people live. Uh, they're called Napons. And I never noticed this when I played this in the three in the 3DS version. But you're trying to get to a place called Erisi, and you know you're on this giant humanoid thing. And you're like, well, where the fuck is the sea? It's it's at the head of it's at the head of it. So you're and you're like to get to Erisi, you have to go to Mock the Forest, and you go to the very top of this tree, and you talk to this NPC. He's like, hey, have you thought about looking up? That's air at sea. And I'm like, wait a minute. I turn up. You can literally see the sea above the tree line. <laughs> and it just, it just fucks with me. Like, I love shit like that. It looks so cool. Like, it's just the sea. And then it's just trees. But the sea doesn't fall. It doesn't make any sense. I don't care. It looks pretty. <laughs> um, and, and again, the battle system is still super dope. Um, but yeah. And, but, and, and. And I know what I said can sound intimidating in case anybody's curious about picking up Xenoblade. Take it from me who played it the first time and didn't do all this and didn't, like, go all out with the side quests like I'm doing. Just do whatever. Do the side quests. Do as many as the basic level as you will do. And just upgrade your equipment. Just do that. You'll be fine. Like, don't worry about guides. Don't worry about that stuff. Just... I literally... I didn't do... Um... Colony Six Reconstruction at all in my 3DS playthrough, and I was I beat the game just fine, so it's not a big deal. But if you do do it, that's some great world building, and it's extra content there do waiting do. for you. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's all I've been playing, and I probably won't shut up about Xenoblade Chronicles for the next two months if this keeps going up because <laughs> I'm I'm in this for long haul, or I'll just play other things um, like Bioshock, which. I also did play, and that ending is still fucking creepy, and I know you're racist if you chose to throw the baseball at the people. That should be a litmus test, people. Just saying. <laughs> Jeez, um, you beat it already? Huh? You beat it already? No, I just did the intro. Did the oh, intro. Oh, the ending. No, 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 no the no, beginning, the if you throw the baseball at the people or not. Is that not yeah, the prettiest white girl in all of Colombia? That's what I... Okay, look, the religious shit... Okay, this is kind of Are you off. talking about Infinite? Yes. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I, I, I was don't... like, there's no baseball scene in the first Bioshock. No, no, no. no. That's just creepy atmosphere. Beginning. Right. No, I like I like Infinite over the first one. The first okay. one's really good, but I prefer Infinite. Um, but it looks really good on Switch. I, I'm glad I bought it. It's nice. awesome. That's good. Uh, although it's weird. Only caveat is that like, and I kind of wish I knew that. You can buy each individual game for like 20 bucks, which is not bad. Um, but then like the card is like 50, but then you have to download an extra 20 gigabytes of data I'm like why okay whatever it's fine I bought a fucking 400 400 gigabyte SD card so I'm like set it's cool uh, but that's all I've that's all I've played um, you know I, I I would talk about the outer worlds but I literally just didn't play enough to justify it. I'm gonna try to scoot some time in next week because I do want to talk about it because it's interesting so far mm-hmm. and my eyes hurt yeah how's the how's the first person treating you uh, I mean, like, I didn't play... It didn't hurt. It didn't, I didn't get nauseous, if that's your question. Can you play that in third? Can you? No. No? Okay. I mean, I, I, mean, I played Bioshock. Like I said, I played Infinite. That's true. I, I didn't feel... That's faster-paced. Yeah. No. So, we'll see. <clears throat> but yeah, that's Good. that's it. I'm going to try to talk about the Outer Worlds next week, because I do want to... I say Good. try. Yeah, we'll see. It's anime. Uh, so I've been playing... Uh, I got a code for Maneater. From the developers. Oh, yeah. Um, so I've been playing some of that. Nom, 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 nom. Nom, 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 I'm a shark. Um, <laughs> if you like really... If you like gimmick games, this might be for you. Because uh, it's kind of a one-note gimmick game. It's uh, You're a shark, <laughs> you go around, you eat people, and uh, attack ships. Can I? Can can you unlock different sharks to play as? Uh, so there's different abilities. So it it, it does okay. have the RPG element to it, um, where when you're killing, you have to kill. Uh, you basically have a a hit list, and you work your way through like each each of the hunters. And the way you do that is you build up your wanting meter, basically, um, <laughs> until you get to the point where the next hunter is after you. You kill them, and then you get a new ability. Uh, so what I had... Like, the last ability I got was uh, electric electric teeth. So when I'm biting people, they get shocked, and it does, like, a little bit of an AoE damage and stunts people mm. around it. It's, like, it's fun. It's, like, really cool and all, but... <clears throat> um, each place has, like, the same thing of, like, collect these license plates or go here and, uh, and uh, see this uh, lo- locale. And then so a you, little story will be told about it. About can can you play as an orca? I don't think so. And that horse came out of ten. I think it's a great show. Orcas eat man. Yeah, they can. They can. They're they, they're pretty they vicious. Eat seals. They eat seals. They they like toy with them. They're killer whales, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
it kind of it made me feel like it was like a goat simulator type thing. Is that it's not at all accurate? It's it's more it's more um, focused than a goat simulator is. Mm. There's an actual like story and stuff. Like the framing package is pretty well done. Um, it's all the way it starts off is like it's um, you know like a deadliest catch or something. It's like a documentary of uh, these fishermen, uh, mm. like uh, or or shark hunters. Um, and you actually start off as uh, a mother of a shark. He gets, she gets captured, and then he slices it open. There's a baby in there. He pulls you out, and that's who you play as now. You play as a baby shark, and you bite off Aww. his arm. Baby shark. <laughs> no, stop, stop, please. Oh God, oh, no, 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 stop. So yeah, you play as a baby shark. You bite off his arm, and then baby you swim away. Shark. <laughs> Is this? Can't say it. Uh, but then eventually you grow up and you like you go through the different stages like um, teen and adult and stuff like that. Um, Teenage <clears throat> shark, do, 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 do. street you sharks. Joke, but, Let's yeah, go. You, you joke, but there's like different family sharks. And uh, there's like there's like again I say it's like a one note game, but there's more to it than that. It's like it's actually got like a story mode and side quests and stuff like that. But it feels kind of samey. Like, it's all the same kind of thing. This isn't a game you're going to play for six hours. This is a game you play for, like, an hour and you stop. Yeah, like, you get you get, you get get what you want out of it. Yeah. You know what? I had a rough day at work. I want to fucking eat people. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a fun sports title, it sounds like. There is some fun stuff to it. Like, like, you can actually go on land and you have an oxygen meter. And you can stay on land as long as you have that oxygen meter still um, depleting before it goes down to zero. And then you start losing health. So, like, there, there's, like, weird stuff where um, you have to go get this license plate. It's a collectible or whatever. But you have to go down, like, this trail or whatever. So you, like, bounce on the land and you're just bouncing <laughs> trying to get long, to it. That's terrifying, it's, by the way. It's, it's pretty funny. Um, that's where the Ghost Simulator stuff comes in. That's where you can see that kind of influence. Yeah. Um, I saw that in the trailer. That's kind of what made me. Yeah. But also there's, uh, there's like, a lot, lot to it, too. Like, there's, like... Um, you can jump, and then when the more you like level up, the more you can like jump out of the water and do stuff. You have a, a combo attack, which is kind of weird. Uh, like the the combo animations are weird. Um, yes, there's combo animation. Like a double chomp. <laughs> yeah, like chomp, chomp, and then you like whip it with your tail, and then chomp again. Or um, oh. also, you have a tail whip. Uh, also, you can like um, bite animals and like hold on to them, and then whip them at other like. Uh, enemies or animals. Um, there's a lot of grinding in the game, though. Like, going after just smaller, like, lower-level characters. Stuff like mm. that. Um, there's... takes place... I guess it takes place somewhere in Florida, because there's a bunch of, uh, like, crocodiles and alligators. Of course it does. <laughs> it's probably based on a true story. Yeah, it's based on a true story, yes. Electrified teeth of a shark. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a fun game to play, like, for... Like I said, an hour or so, and then take off. Um, other than that, I just started up Dragon Quest Eleven, and uh, it's okay to not like the voice acting. That's fine. Yeah, the voice acting is just—I just was not expecting Australian voice acting. I mean, it's supposed to be English, but it's—they say crikey. English people but, don't say crikey. There's a lot of like dialect stuff in there. Yeah. Like, different dialect yeah. stuff, though. 
Yeah, you'll you'll get your stereotypical Spanish, yeah, French. Oh, you'll definitely get the Italians for sure. Okay. Which that's a Dragon Quest thing. Yeah, like they're really good at writing the di- like the <coughs> dialect into the dialogue. Okay. Just, I I just ask you just play in English until you meet the great Silvando because he's literally the best character in the game. I might just keep it on English then. Um, it's easier. <laughs> yes. Uh, so far, I'm liking it. Um, again, there's not a whole lot going on. I just left the town with the horse. And, uh, I will say this, though. The graph, like, it's not graphically great. It's kind of jaggy. Um. Yeah. Reminds me of the Wii, kind of. With the Skyward mm-hmm. Sword, when you, like, play it on the Wii versus playing it on emulator, and it looks tons better. Um, but I bought it for the the Switch because I wanted the, uh, the, the 2D aspect. You can switch anytime you want. You just have to go to the church. Well, you, yes and no, you don't, you can't switch at any time. Because if you do switch to the TD, you have to go to the most recent checkpoint. So say you're in the middle of a story quest where you haven't saved, you basically have to redo that section over again in 2D. Yeah, but so, you don't have to start a game from scratch. To no, to 2D, no, you don't. Yeah, which is good. But you can't, like, switch and alternate, like, at will. No, yeah, you just need to go to the church and do it, like... So that's another thing I need to do is do a whole full playthrough in 2D for that game. Yeah, I don't know if I'll do a full playthrough, but I do want to like switch every now and then just to see what things are like. Yeah, well, there there is <clears> a special um, area you you've probably seen a couple of the little ghost dudes. I know one of them is like in the opening cinematic. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You, they they take you to the 2D world for like special like bonus vision stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's that just to keep that in mind. Okay. It's a good video game. Get attached to the characters. I, I, yes, I wanna, I wanna keep playing. I wanna play more of it. It's not hard either. It's, it's, it's like you can breeze through it, but which may or may not be a downfall. But like, it's enjoyable. Yeah, like, I will our, eventually borrow that from my brother because he bought it like physically so that we could kind of share the game. <laughs> I just, I got caught up in other stuff and never got it from him. Um. Yeah, I I'm enjoying it. I want to play more of it. I'll talk about it probably at some other point on the show. Uh, next week maybe. <laughs> so let's uh, head on into the news. Um, Justin, do you want to take over for news this week or? Sure. Okay. Uh, I know what most of this stuff is at least. Okay. <laughs> so there's actually a lot of news right now because it's kind of like what would be E3 time. Um, so a lot of, a lot of places have taken that over for themselves and and made their own like little showcases and things like that. Um, so we're going to start with the IGN Expo, uh, which is just kind of a a rundown of various things they've like exclusively announced. Um, there's not a lot that's like super amazing here. The summer of gaming. Yeah. Uh, and actually I'll pull up the day three stuff too. Because day two was mostly, like, they just commandeered the Sony announcements. Okay. Um, but I've got day one here. Uh, there's a remake of Alex Kidd, which is kind of surprising That's uh, for really... Sega fans. Yeah, it's... I don't even think most Sega fans acknowledge Alex Kidd all that much. I don't know, I feel like Alex Kidd was, like, their mascot for a while. That nobody gave a shit about. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then there's another one uh, that's a new 3D uh, platformer called Demon Turf that looked kind of cool. It kind of gives me, like, a Hat in Time vibes. 
uh, with the you know the quirky 3D animated like you know new mascot platformer type thing. But the the art style trips me up a little bit because it makes it like it's it's a kind of a low poly 3D game, but your main character is flat. But it's not Paper Mario flat. It's just like you only see like a like a flat sprite that moves around as if they're 3D. And yeah, it's it's weird looking, but like the game itself looks really cool. And I always love new IPs, you know, indie IPs. Um, it is like multiplat. It's Xbox, Epic, Steam, Switch. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to check it out, but like I can't quite get over the like weird art style mix to it. Um, and then they announced uh, Observer System Redux, which is a next gen version of Observer. Uh, I don't know much about that game, but there you go. Observer's coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, They showed off the next Borderlands 3 DLC uh, called Bounty of Blood. Um, I didn't actually, like, watch that or anything because I'm sorely behind on Borderlands 3 stuff and don't want to spoil myself. Um, But, cool. More Borderlands. Uh, I'm trying to see like the the big announcements here. Um, I will mention though that um, one of the games that like seemed interesting was um, Metal Hellsinger, which was like a Doom slash rhythm game. Mm. It looked pretty cool. I skipped that one. That should be a mode in actual Doom. That would actually be pretty sick. <laughs> you, you, you have to kill to Mick Gordon's awesome music. Oh my yep. god! Yeah. Um, and then the next one I want to talk about is, it's called Rustler Grand Theft Horse. Like, in parentheses, Grand Theft Horse. (laughs) Um, really all I want to talk about this is the title, because that's hilarious. But it's basically, like, it's the old top-down GTA-type games, but in medieval times. So it's kind of interesting. I don't, I don't know if it's, like, gonna be a, you know, a hit or anything, but... I kind of like the medieval feel to it. Uh, it it fits the top down style more. Like you just go around like shooting a bow and riding your horse. And I don't know. It's it's a little neat. Um. Anyway, moving on to day, what is that audio? Okay, moving on to day three. Is this just a video? <laughs> <laughs> I said before that IGN has not done a very good job at, like, um, at not catering, uh, co- curating. curating. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. I switched the T and the R, yes. apparently. Yeah. Um, at curating their feed for their exclusive Summer of Gaming content. Um, it's been a little hard to follow. Because, like, at the end of the, each day, they put out a thing that's, like, Here's everything we announced today. But before that, it's pretty much just the video feed. So it's really hard to like keep up with the stuff that's come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like that. So I guess we're going to move on. Let's see if there's anything. I'm just kind of scroll through like the feed real quick. Um, because there was... I think it was already announced, but there was Spellbreakers... Which is kind of like a like a magic version of the uh, 
like the Overwatch type gameplay. I don't know what that's called. Hero Shooter, I guess. And that seemed kind of cool as a multiplayer game, but I think we already knew about that. Um, yeah, nothing too crazy on here. All right. Anyway, moving on, uh, the PS5 event. That is probably the, the big news this time. Um, Sony. What? what? The what? Yeah, the, the PS5 event, you, you know? You know, Sony's putting of... out another PlayStation, you know? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. It looks like a router. It's cool. Um, oh. <laughs> so, they they did, like, a little over an hour-long presentation that was just, like, full of games and uh, a lot of weird symbol transitions. And um, misleading some... bullshit. At the beginning. Yeah. So, at least we had some gameplay in some games. True. And eventually yes. we got the console, finally. And After, a, again, a, a weird, like, Orbis thing that created the console. I don't know. Still and no price. Very high yeah, concept. No price. Yeah. And no tentative release dates for hol- no official firm release dates for this year. Yeah, literally yeah. nothing had a release date. Yeah, it was all 2020 like, or 2021 or 2022. There was yeah, no, like, actual month. Holiday 2020, yeah. uh, 2021, this... like... Yeah. Who's going to cave first, Microsoft or Sony? Because this is starting to get a little out of here. <laughs> yeah, now with the, the, the ball is in uh, <laughs> Xbox's court now, right? Well, there was a thing that went, I saw, I don't know where I saw it, but it was showing for $699. Yeah, $599 um, pounds. Yeah. So. Oh, you're oof. meaning like cave on price. Are we going to get another, just get a second job thing from Sony? Oh, God, I hope so. I really <laughs> hope so. I hope not. I don't, think they'll ma- I don't think they'll make that mistake again. I definitely think the next systems could definitely be up there in price, which is the power that they plan on putting out. Yeah. Because PS3 or PS4 and Xbox One had like a huge gap in hardware from PS3 to 360 compared to what we're going to be seeing from PS4 to PS5. I don't I mean, really the biggest difference is the solid state drive. And those have come down in price. There's, it's still going to be, like, the most expensive thing in the console. But they've come down in price. Because, like, I, the main thing I said from these is, like, great games shown. Mm-hmm. None of this looked like it was next-gen. Like, they all looked like they were possible on the, you know, PS4 or Xbox the, One. The Ratchet and Clank one I thought was the biggest flex because of all the transitions that did look how, really good how it, yeah. like it just that, there's no there were no load times in that but they show. actually talked about like they're the only ones that actually took the time to say like for the first time ever because of the PS5 hardware we can do instant world loading yeah without like any loading times or anything also like, they're the only ones that showed gameplay. gameplay too like there wasn't a whole lot of gameplay from the other ones the the Tokyo yeah. Ghost one showed gameplay oh i'm talking about like uh like exclusives there's like a oh, there was a ton of multiplats on the yeah, video true true all right let me let me actually go through the games and stuff and we can talk about <laughs> okay. each one as we go. um so i i thought it was a really rough start when they Started with like five minutes of symbol reveals, as if we've never seen the PlayStation symbols before. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And then they jumped immediately into GTA Five port. Yep. <laughs> the new Skyrim, it's official. Which is just like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Like, it's a it's a very popular game. You have your own version of GTA Online. Like, it, that's cool. But this is a PS3 game. Let's not open your conference with that. They also announced it was going to be free to... Like, the online was going to be free to play if you're a PlayStation Plus member, right? 
And yeah. then you get like a million dollars every month yeah. on PS4. Like, it's good info. It's just yeah. not what you open the show with. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, they just want to make Rockstar happy. Yeah, probably. But that like I was I was so busy complaining about GTA five that we got like a few seconds into the next trailer before I realized that it was a Spider Man game. Yeah. Uh they showed like like I at first I thought it was like infamous or something. Uh, because it was like electricity that was kind of a yeah. like a talk about like you know God I would love another infamous game. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we had talked yeah. about that. Like, oh I I bet that there's gonna be infamous or something. Like, you know, what do you want to see? And so it was just yeah. like kind of a generic like costumed arm and like voiceover of like you you choose to be the hero right and then like it starts burning away the face and it's miles face and i just like flipped <laughs> like we, we put out uh me and thomas put out a uh, a live watch yeah of the sony conference so i'm not gonna like delve too much into any of these i want to get everyone else's comments but like i did not stop talking about this trailer the entire time I ended up watching the Spider Verse movie after. <laughs> yeah, nice. that's why I jumped back into Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> but like, th- as a trailer, it was really cool. Like, it's just like visually, it was cool. As a game trailer, eh, we didn't see much. For a game that's coming holiday this year, we didn't see much. And let's talk about the uh, debacle today regarding this. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll jump over real quick and come back to this. So, um, I, I, so I thought this was like Spider Man Two. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll let you take over the narrative for this. So. Like, I genuinely thought like this was the sequel, and Same. you know they weren't calling it Spider Man Two; they were calling it Spider Man Miles Morales because that's like the current comic name. Also, um, that's just the trend these days. A lot of people don't like to put numbers on; they like to put subtitles. Yeah, exactly. And like, I figured it was like they're gonna have the whole thing where you play as Peter and Miles, but like it's Miles' story. Uh. Because, to be fair, they did lean heavily into, like, the whole Venom thing in the first Spider-Man game. And while they're talking about Harry Osborn Venom, which is tied to Peter, Venom is a huge part of the the Miles Morales origin story. So, like, I figured they were still going to kind of tie that all together and have it, you know, be Peter and Miles, like, both contending with Venom and stuff like that. Um, So I was super hyped. I realize it's only been, like, just over two years, but... Still, they had the engine made. Like, once you have an engine made, it's not, like... It's not as hard to make a new game in that same engine. It's still a lot of work. Like, modern games take forever. But, you know, I figured it was possible. Um, so then, Sony... Like, some Sony exec came out and said that uh, it's not a new game. It's an enhanced expansion of the original game <laughs> made for PS5. <laughs> which sounded like it was basically a remaster of the first game with, like, a new... Miles Morales DLC added in. Kind of like a Persona 5 Royal. Yeah. Yeah. And then someone else came out like a few hours later stating that it's not an expansion. <laughs> it's a new game that's just a like a smaller standalone like spin-off title. Right. Which I'm fine it's with. More, yeah. More yeah. like Uncharted Lost Legacy. Yeah. Or Infamous First Light. Yeah. I, I compared it to the Shovel Knight thing, where it's like you have the main campaign and you have like these separate things you could buy separately. Hmm. Kind of, yeah. But like all of this mess, because like I said, the, the, as a game trailer, it wasn't great. It didn't give a lot of information. It was hype, but it didn't get a lo- give a lot of information. So it was their ball to... I need a sports analogy here. Ben? To 
Sully. Ball was in their court. <laughs> there we go. It was their ball to be in the court. Why am I here? And they fumbled it. Uh, hard. Let's be they, honest, though. They doubled both Microsoft and Sony do a really horrible job about how they word when they do their presentations oh, for things. Yeah. So, yeah. like... I'm not completely surprised with this. And, like, at first when I saw this, I was like, oh, damn, we're already getting, like, another Spider-Man game? Yeah. Like, Insomniac's making another one, and then... And a Ratchet & Clank game. Like, we'll get to that. Yeah. But, like, they're busy. (laughs) Then I saw the Ratchet & Clank, and I'm like, dude, there is no way they're about to be releasing two games in a year. I think Ratchet & Clank is next year, but still, that had more gameplay. Yeah, so I was like, when I saw it was a standalone thing, I was like, oh, I mean, that kind of stinks, but like, I think it makes like, sense. Story-wise, it'll probably be like six to eight hours, because the first game's like, you know, 12-ish, and like, whole game, like side quests and everything, they'll probably pad some of that, because it's still in New York, so they save a lot of time by like, just turning New York into into winter, rather than developing a whole new world to explore. Um, I realize New York's not the world. I mean, like, an open-world game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. New York is... No, we're... Everywhere is just New York. We're yeah. in New York right now. Um, so, like, I feel like maybe 20 hours total gameplay and, like, a 10 to 12 hour... Or, sorry, an 8 to... 6 to 8 hour story. Like, that seems reasonable. Yeah. It's about half the length of the original game. Yeah. Yeah, be fine with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for a character that's only been around game. 9 years, like, that's... That's a good amount of gameplay. <laughs> um, I want like I, I can't get enough Miles content. You guys know that, but yeah. I wouldn't expect as long of a game from this. Um, I'm just happy we're getting it. But I feel like they're setting this up to basically be like the kind of the you know prelude to Spider-Man Two, which will be Peter and Miles teaming up to do whatever. Um. So, like, I'm cool so, with that. You know, you so, get the, the Peter game, you get the Miles game, and then you get the sequel with both of them. Like, that makes a lot I, of sense to me. Yeah, I agree with that. The God of the symbiotes. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, it's going to be, I think it's going to be Venom and, uh, I was going to say Green Lantern. Green Goblin. <laughs> and a sequel. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a crazy, like, WB uh, <laughs> crossover. Crossover. <laughs> But, yeah, so this this is a whole debacle, and Sony's kind of notorious for, like, hyping things up and then not delivering. Uh, I'm kind of over their their brand of marketing, but also I'm going to get a PS5 now because this game sold me, like, single-handedly. Well, I mean, I'm going to say, though, their marketing's been better than Microsoft right now. I don't With know, how like, much like, aside from price, talked? Microsoft has been pretty honest about everything. Like, well, like, well... Yes and no, because when they promise everything to be played at 4K, 60fps, and then Assassin's Creed's Valhalla comes out, they're like, no, it's going to be at 30fps at 4K. Like, everybody flipped out about that. I think them promising that was first party. Like, they can only promise what their studios are developing. Third parties do whatever they want. They, They can't control that. True. Like, Sony just doesn't explain things. And then they get mad when you assume. (laughs) When you assume? Like, 
But anyway, um, I saw a lot of toxic comments about the, the Spider-Man game. It was making me mad. So I'm glad we got yeah. some, like... Uh, I got we got, yeah, clarification on it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on from that, uh, I will say I went down the, the spider hole, if you will. Okay. Um, and looked at all the different, like, Miles Morales suits over the last nine years uh, to see, like, what they could put into this game as far as... Because, like I said, it's not going to be as big of a game. But I assume there's still going to be different suits and stuff you switch between. Yeah. And I found a good, like, dozen that would be, like, totally legit to have in the game. Um, like, things that he's worn or, like, have been on covers. Um, and that's pretty impressive for, like, a nine-year-old character. That's called not staying consistent. Original costume to second. No, like, the thing is, his his costume's changed very little. There's just been a lot of, like, quirky, like, you know other world situations or, you know, like, other media, like the End of the Spider-Verse suit, for example. Um, so, like, I'm just gonna go over it real quick. Uh, he's got, like, his main suit. <laughs> We're like, moving on! Here's five more things. Whatever! <laughs> you brought this up. Um, he's got his main suit that everyone knows. And there's, like, a new version of that suit in the in the comics that's just a mild difference. Uh, a mild sorry, I, I difference? Got, yeah, I got caught up in the in the near. I don't think there. we'll get more than once. Oh, we definitely are. I don't. That's, I don't that's the whole a point. Game that that's a big part suits. of that game is to have different suits and different abilities come with the suits. Yeah, we'll, for sure. We'll, yep. we'll, um, I think there will also be like a new suit in this game. Like they don't show it in the trailer, uh, but I think there will be like you know, quote unquote, advanced suit for Miles. Mm-hmm. And have that ugly uh, that ugly white symbol. No, no, they're no. not going to give him a white symbol. They're going to give him the spider jizz suit. Yeah, they don't give the black guy a white symbol. Trust me, that would that would make people mad for no reason. If they do, I'm going to laugh. Fair. Just go listen to but the like, tapes. I don't. I don't mean like an early game new suit. I think it's going to be like a surprise, like the uh, the after yeah, you beat it. Yeah, like the Oc Killer suit in Spider Man One. Um, it's going to be like an end game thing that he changes into, and it's going to be awesome. But anyway, a lot of them are like weird, quirky ones. Like there's the old man Miles, where he has like a beer belly and like kind of more like armor on his suit because he's old. Um, and like camo pants, which are kind of cool. And then, like I said, there's Angel the Spider Spider Verse suit that's like kind of the graffiti. And then there's also the jacket version. Um, he recently got a new origin suit, kind of like you know similar to the the Peter origin, like with the you know the sweater or whatever. But I actually like his more. It kind of looks like the homecoming suit. Um, the homecoming, uh, like, homemade suit, I mean. And there's a cool, like, cape one uh, that's, that's from, like, the Weird Worlds one-shot. Uh, and I really like that one. Like, it's crazy, but it's neat. Um, so, yeah, the, the point is there's a bunch of different varieties. Uh, and, like, it's cool. I, I feel like we'll get at least, like, ten suits. Even if not all of them are from, like, my list that I found, maybe they'll give him some other people's costumes or something like that. Um, or maybe they'll get clever. But, like, it's cool. You know, there's a lot of stuff. But I could talk about this game all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also got a new Ratchet & Clank game called Rift Apart, which is continuing their great pun game. Yeah. Um, we already mentioned that it... it looks very fast-paced. You can, like, j- jump rifts and worlds, like, in an instant. No, flex. Looks mm, great. Look, look at my loading. Mm, no loads. Mm, yeah. Mm. That's so, all some of. of that rift stuff seems a little unnecessary. Like, when you're just going across the map. 
This is it. It's just flexing. That's yeah, all that is. It is. Just, look at the fuck we can do now. Mm. But like, mm. at least it showed what PS5 can do. So many games, just like they look pretty, and it's like that looks like a PS4 game, like a high end PS4 game. What what like what special is it using about the PS5? They need to get better at the way they show their games. Maybe you are not ready for a new console. Well, there's that too. Um, and granted, at launch, like a lot of games don't look like a full gen step up. I'm sure by the end of next gen, they're going to look insane. But like, I would say give it a few years because I felt the same way with like when the PS4 launched. Like, oh no. See, I, I mean, I did. Like, the, the PS3 <laughs> to PS4 was at least a jump. Like, there were games that were just remastered on PS4 and put out again. Like, there was Last a of lot Us. of remaster games, but yeah. also like, like yeah, but at launch though. Like, I didn't really feel like... Because I felt like Infamous Second Son, like, that could easily run on PS3. Like, it looked a little bit better than, like, being on a PS3, but it wasn't, like, something, like, huge graphically. If the pandemic is killed, so we'll know by, like, 2023. Yeah. What what, what the, the pure power of the PS5. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, yeah, you might as well buy the next consoles, but there's a few years left anyway. I think also is now, like, having every game be able to run at least 60 FPS mm-hmm. compared to 30 FPS, like, in terms of competitively is huge on console, because, like, a lot of games can't hit that 60 FPS. So I think that's going to be the biggest jump if you're a competitive that's player. And that's, that's the thing they're not showing, though, is, like, the performance differences. Like, the best PS5 showing still has been when they put the Spider-Man PS4, like, tech demo, showing it on PS5, like, with faster swinging, no loading times. Like, that was, like, a year ago they showed that. And nothing else has explained the PS5 better. Like, that's weird to me. Anyway, Ratchet & Clank, I think, did a really good job at showing itself as a PS5 game. Um, and it just looks great. Like I've, it looked really I kind of good. fell off of Ratchet and Clank for a little while, like in the end of PS3, like beginning of PS4 days with like the future series and stuff. But the mm-hmm. reboot was super good, and it kind of mm-hmm. got me reinvested. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad this whole conference wasn't like realistic, quasi realistic, yeah. not shooters, but like just games. I'm, and there's other games too that were like, wow, there's actual art style here. That's right. nice. I thought they were very diverse with the games sure. they were showing. So for sure, yeah, those were my actually... biggest compliments. Was like the Xbox conference again. A lot of cool games. They all looked the same. Just pretty next gen games. This one, mm-hmm. like every like everything they jumped to next, looked totally different from the last thing. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. Um, like unless anyone has anything else to say, about Russian claim called move on. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, like, the next one I want to bring up, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit, is uh, Deathloop, which also had a really interesting yes. style to it. Um, it was kind of like a like a grindhouse movie, but in, you know, game form. But, like, I loved this art style. It was so cool. Especially, like, I recently saw that the, uh, the new trailer for uh, 13, like the 13 remake. And I was like, man, that comic book style is really brought to life on modern consoles in a way that it wasn't on GameCube. Um, but like this is like a totally like it's it's a different art style, but it's stylized in the same way. And like I miss games that are cool stylized things like this that no, don't go like boxel awesome. or something. Yeah, and I love like the the time loop mechanic and stuff like that. Yep, um, it's the first so roguelike you'll like. 
Is it roguelike? I mean, you're dying and you're starting over again. Yeah, yes. but it's a mechanic. It's not like the way the game works. I mean, that's that's what a roguelike is. No, like a roguelike, you start over every time. This is like I, I, you start over every. <laughs> it, I, roguelikes are random. I don't think this is random because he's reliving the same point. Yeah, that's, over and there's over. a procedurally generated element to roguelikes. I'm just saying it's a it's a death loop. Fair. Yeah, that's not that's the title. Yeah. Roguelike, yeah. It looks cool! That's what yeah, roguelikes they are. are. They're death loops. No, but they're bad. Whatever. You're, yeah. You are bad. You are bad! You be nice, Kane. <laughs> Let's all just get along. Um, speaking of... No, I'm not gonna go there. I was gonna say speaking of things that are bad, but I just don't like it. Uh, Demon Souls remake was also announced, which was kind of surprising. Oh, yeah. The, oh my god! Yeah, it, looks it was. beautiful. Haunted. I, when they brought Shuhei out for that, I was like, yeah. "Here comes Bloodborne 2. right? Yeah. And then yeah, and it, it looks like completely. It too. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, definitely Bloodborne 2. And I was just like, "No." Nope. I, well, I want to warn people right now: uh, if you never played the original Demon Soul, because uh, I did with my friends because they carried my ass. <laughs> uh, if you don't like spiders, don't play this game. I am not joking with Good you. To know. Like. They were horrifying in 2000... I played this in like 2013, maybe? Just play the royal uh, class. Well, not even... I'm just talking about enemies. Like, like not even, like, attacking. Just visually. Uh, you don't like spiders. Don't play it. Because I guarantee you, they're going to look way more horrifying <laughs> in this newer version. Just warning y'all. Right now, my friend loves Demon Souls. Hates that part of the game. Mm. But it looks great. Yeah, I never yep. finished Demon Souls. I bought it originally on the PS3. And uh, I had a friend come over, and he's like, yeah, I hear this game is, like, really hard. And he picks the Royal class, which I had no idea about. And he just, like, soul arrow everything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he walked through that like a piece of cake. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, Shout out to Blue Point. Yeah, they do great work. They're the same ones that did the Shadow of the Colossus remake and a bunch of others. Yeah. Yeah, that looks great. I don't care about it. But, you know, cool that it was announced. Um, we also got, uh, a village, <laughs> also known as Resident Evil 8. Yep. Which was a really nice trailer. Like, yeah, they kind of did the bait and switch for a while. It's like showing atmosphere. And we were both like, is this Resident Evil 4? Like, it kind of, like, like the village looks familiar. Look like Resident Evil 4. Yeah. It's like, it looks like, no, I, I, I was, I was ready to call bullshit on both of y'all, but then I watched them like. Oh, there might be something here. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're not speaking Spanish, so no. Like that's that's, uh, but like there's a lot of like similar trapping. Yeah. Well, what um, stood out to me was the door with the two things in it. So yeah, yeah. and just the look of the mansion in general. Yeah, and the village itself. But yeah, and the fact that it's called Village like makes me think it's at least going to have ties to it. Yeah. But what I've read since is like the theory is like things look similar enough to RE4. That they're basically going to reuse these assets for a remake, but it's not related to RE4 in any way. Wouldn't surprise me. You play as Ethan in this one as well. So Yeah. And RE7 takes place after 4. So, I mean, it could be going back to that village. Yeah. Like, I pictured it, like, before 4, but knowing that it's Ethan, it's got to be after. Yeah. Um. Oh. But, yeah, it lo- like, it looks great. And, a, oh, my God, a Chris Redfield who has seen some shit. Yeah. Like, like. It's like Old Snake. Chris, what happened to you? I went through a portal and there was <laughs> there was a guy with a hammer and some weird looking dude with a shield, man. I've seen I need a drink. 
And, and this one dude in a flag outfit who had a ridiculous neck. What the fuck was that about? Sorry. What are you referencing? NBC Marvel vs. Cap. Oh. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. Okay. <laughs> oh, ca- okay, Captain America. I gotcha. Yeah. He was in it the games. Right. Or the game. I don't know. Because they can't legally say the name, so like they have. To- well, yeah, but this is like a, like a rebooted Chris. It's the same one from Seven, but like that one wasn't like no. Any other this Chris. this I'm no. My canon is that MVCI MVC games are canon, and they've seen. Some <laughs> oh <shit>. no. <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. Just because I want to believe the reuse literally fought everything in the. Hmm. Sorry. Anyway, uh, we also got Gran Turismo Seven. Moving on. Um, yes. <laughs> Oh, and NBA yeah. 2K21, sure. Yeah, bring back NBA Jam, coward. Yeah. Uh, and then we got uh, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, which sounds like a porno. Um, it definitely <laughs> does, it definitely does. But, like, it looks cool. Like, it's, it it's not a little big planet game, and it's not yeah. developed by Media Molecule because they're which, busy with yeah. dreams. Yeah. But it looks like a co-op 3D platformer similar to Mario 3D World. And it was smart. It's a game that can... It's gonna target like an younger, younger audience, yeah. so I was like, uh, yeah, makes sense. There was a surprising like variety of audiences in this showcase, which is cool. Like you gotta cater to everyone. I think that's what Sony does best, mm-hmm. anyways. So. Uh, and then speaking of catering to everyone, uh, they really pushed it to the stoners with friggin' what was it even called? Uh, bug snacks. Oh God. Oh yeah, my God. They, yeah. This this the yeah. That know. was probably the worst trailer to watch. I was just like, I don't know what was going on. What people happened? on the internet are nuts for bug snacks right now. I don't understand. It's it. bug I'm snacks. scared. It's bug snacks. I was snacks. just like, uh, can we just have this feel with? <laughs> it, it was, was like so a sat- it was like a Saturday morning cartoon like intro or something. Felt yeah. Weird. Why? Yeah, I was just like, why is this here? Like, I kind of liked it when like the the googly eyed strawberry just got up and started walking. And That's, then he was yeah. just eaten, and I'm like, this is terrifying. This is now a horror <laughs> game. And then he transformed into the strawberry, and I was like, how many drugs was this game made with? <laughs> uh, this is the Octodad people, right? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And I wonder. So but yeah, that was, a, in there. that was a thing. I'm not going to touch on everything, by the way. Um, and then we got uh, Kena, Bridge of Spirits. Which this we have another also, side story on, but I thought this looked awesome. This looked great. Yeah, yeah this is this is what I call looking, uh, quasi looking realistic visuals, but with a fucking art style. People, let's go. Yeah, yeah. This was probably like my pick of the show, other than like my main priority game that I wanted to see. But I was like, this was probably the best. Yeah, thing this I was saw. the coolest like new IP. For sure. Yeah. Uh, a side note on this story. Um, it was shown during the PS5 showcase, and people assumed it was an exclusive, because again, Sony sucks at advertising, and they literally didn't say anything wa- whether it was exclusive or not. Why would they say it's a multiplayer? It's their stream. Yep. Because, like, it's dishonest. It like, is. Xbox One said, like, world oh, premiere. Oh, what a or, shock. Like, <laughs> Gaming company's being dishonest. The water <laughs> is wet. Gotham City has crime. Let's go. Specifically Sony. Because, like, the Xbox, like, specific stream, like, their thing, had world premiere or, like, exclusive first, title first. or whatever. You know, they actually said which games were exclusive. Which and then with Sony, they actually aped that and put, like, 
uh, developed for uh, PS5 or whatever, or like yeah, 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 developed exclusively for PS5, and then it's a multiplayer game. Yeah, which makes no sense. Yeah, they want you to buy their console. I think lots too is that they were showing this was like this is only going to be played on the PS5. You can't play this on the PS4. Think was maybe what they're working with. All you have to do is put a splash screen at the end of the trailer that has the the platforms it's on. You, yeah, that's what people usually do, but not yeah. Sony. Right, they never really have, and it's garbage. You're asking the audience to pay attention to small symbols on the screen. They uh-huh. would though. They would. I mean, they were when they were doing the symbols. Plus, like Listen, the you, individual you game companies. <laughs> no, like the the developers were were tweeting out those trailers and talking about the different consoles it's on. Yeah. So like. They were taking the Sony trailer and saying, also available on Xbox, PC, blah, blah. Like, they want people to know that. Yeah, me and Justin have said this in the stream, but, like, Sony just really loves themselves, and we're kind of tired of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look at, look at our dick. But we can, like, I, I can understand the why they do but, that, though, because, you man. know, it's their thing, so. Yeah. Like, uh, I get when it's a timed exclusive or something like that. But anyway, I'm, I'm yeah, let's, away from the point. Let's talk um, about some other games. Kina, well, Kina is also coming to PC. All right. Um, it's on, this was like a last minute edition, so I just want to throw it out there real quick. Um, it's confirmed for PC and is actually on the Epic Game Store right now uh, for pre-order. All right. Nice. So it's not exclusive, which is good to know because it looks great and I want more people to play it. Um, yeah, it looks awesome. Anyway. We also had Stray, which is an adorable oh. cat game from Annapurna Interactive. I when thought I... of you the second <laughs> yeah. I saw that shit. Yep. Same. Well, that's I the was thing. like, Justin's going to love this. We had, uh, we had Spider-Man, and then Ratchet and Clank, and then Stray. Yeah. Like, right in a row. And I was like, this showcase is made for me. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I was at the past two Nintendo Directs. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But this looks great. Like, it's just like a robot world where you play as a cat. I love it. Yeah. That's also a PC game, I think, as well. Yeah, I guess that's had, like, a really long development cycle or something. Yeah. Dad was talking about it. Yeah. But I Listen, didn't, I cat physics are hard, okay? It's true, because cats are liquid. How do you animate that? <laughs> <laughs> um, we also had a new Square Enix title called Project Athia. That will never come out! <laughs> I think it'll end up being Final Fantasy sixteen. Oh hell yeah! Like it's um, not now. People are saying like, "Oh, it's Final Fantasy 16. It's not. I my bet is it never comes out. That's, that's I think this, the this only gonna... way it comes out is it transitions into Final Fantasy 16. Like they use this engine. Like well, it's the Luminous engine. It's garbage, but they use like this basis and shoehorn Final Fantasy stuff into it, like they did with 15. Some of the enemies look like they're Final Fantasy enemies, like the dogs yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but like I'd honestly be okay with that because that's female protagonist and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it looked good. So. Yeah, it did look, yeah. look really good, yeah. It did. Where's my 6 remake? It was very pretty. Um, we also got uh, Destruction All-Stars, which was kind of cool. It <laughs> reminded cool. me of like a, like a Demolition Derby version of uh, Rocket League. I was, was groaning my ears because I was like, oh, fucking eSports. And then I saw, like, oh, never mind. Awesome eSports. Let's yeah, go. It's cool. It's a bit much for my got... taste. No, I think it'll be cool. I don't think it'll be the next Rocket League. Like, it's hard to make get that level. This is the next Twisted but... Metal, which is still not great. Th- I'm yeah. okay with that. No, it was like, eh. Um, and then we got, finally, footage of Oddworld Soulstorm. Which, yeah. as soon as they brought Lord Lightning on there, I was like, are we finally he, getting Soulstorm? I, I didn't see it. Did he have his, like, his luscious locks still? 
No, he cut his hair. Oh. Damn it! Damn you, COVID! Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but it looks great. Like, it's not my thing. I don't really like the side-scroller Oddworld games. I like the 3D ones. I'm weird. I'm um, just amazed on, like, still getting, still making Right. Like, it's still that's exists. what I was thinking, yeah. too. Well, this like, one's that's... been, like, in production, at least. Like, not necessarily in development, but, like, you know, the idea's been percolating for, like, ten years. It's insane. Because this yeah. was a trilogy that was supposed to come out, like, in quick succession. But it didn't. So it's taken five generations of consoles to get this trilogy of Oddworld games. It's so cool. It's the avatar of video games. They remade <laughs> the first game before yeah, getting the new one out. Yeah, it cool. was it was to I think it was to raise money and get interest. Because that's what they do a lot of times with these remasters is like see if people still want a new version of it. <laughs> uh, I'm skipping a few things here. Uh, we got Pragmata, which is a new Capcom IP. I didn't understand it, but I want to shout it out because Capcom. Like, that's neat. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I was trying to figure out what's going on here, too. It looked but... very, like, science fiction-y, kind of, like, big shit. Yeah. It's I don't know what to... It had yeah. Death Stranding feels. It really that's what I. That's what I was thinking. I, was I, like, didn't, hear, getting... I didn't hear Marvel Comics, so I'm just... <laughs> I'm getting Death Stranding DLC. Yeah, I thought it was, like, a weird Death Stranding thing at first, and I was like, oh, wait, no, there's actual gameplay here. Ooh. Uh, Thomas, you want to talk about Ghostwire? Oh, uh, yeah, Ghostwire. I'll just say real quick that it gave me, like, Bioshock feels, but... Hell yeah, it did! Yeah, so you're like a... For sure. Bioshock Japan. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it takes place in Tokyo. You wander around the streets. I don't really know what you do, but you shoot plasmids, basically. You fight ghosts! Yeah, you fight That's ghosts. You it Ghostwires. Looks, looks pretty cool. Yeah. And then the Hitman 3 trailer that didn't feel like a Hitman 3 trailer? Yeah, that was weird. I didn't think that was Hitman at all until we finally <laughs> You spent saw that him. whole trailer like, this isn't Hitman, is it? Because it said IO Interactive. Right. And it was like Hitman 3, and you're like, no, this is not Hitman 3. This is something new. And it, then it was Hitman 3. It did not look like Hitman. There was like, <laughs> like, like uh, army people and stuff at first. Yeah. It was in the middle of the forest. It was like, what? It was kind of totally weird. Yeah. But I'd be cool with a, with a Hitman game that's more story-focused. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, last, but definitely not least, we got Horizon Forbidden West, which I yay. assume Sully was waiting for. Yeah, that's Sully's yes. thing. <laughs> that's probably my... Well, yeah, it's my second favorite private exclusive on the PS4. There's one shot in the trailer, I think you see, like, some forest <laughs> kind of thing that made me go, oh... Yeah, oh, that's... it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But, like, Horizon 1 still holds up, and that came out in 2017. Yeah. Like, that I game looks amazing. It. I hope it is. runs it, because I really want to play it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I wasn't really surprised that this got announced yeah. yesterday with Jim Ryan being the CEO of President, who was originally the CEO of Gorilla Games. So I figured oh, that would probably okay. be the thing. His first big mm-hmm. PlayStation-exclusive announcement would probably be Horizon. It made sense, too, yeah. what, 2017? I mean, we knew this was coming. Uh, Janina Janina Garafa, who was, like, from the the DLC, already announced Mm -hmm. that, like, she was back in the studio doing voice work for it. She wasn't supposed to, but she did. (laughs) Um, But we were just waiting for an official announcement. Yeah, Yeah, when I saw it, I was like, awesome, wasn't surprised. I was like, at least we know for sure, like, it's out there, here it is. We got trailer, looks gorgeous, Mm -hmm. can't wait to play as Aloy even more. Takes place in San Francisco? Yep. Yeah, that was cool. Like, I like the new atmosphere and everything. I wasn't sold in the first game, but I still really, want to like the series. 
The it's, first game is so good. It's their Zelda. That I think that's how they're treating oh, it yeah, now. Like for sure. But it, it just felt too meandering. Like it's an okay. open world game in the worst way. Because like there's not really a lot you have to do. There's just You're a lot not of things me the you game can here, do. man. I'm not. I'm not buying this. I'm not buying this. Well, no, to each their own. I just like I went into it thinking I would love it, and so I was kind of disappointed when I was like, oh, this is like. It's just what it is. <laughs> this fucking commentary. <laughs> this is my critique. Yeah, like, this is game what is, is what it is. What it is. <laughs> okay, that sounded stupid. But, like it, it, it was confirmed in my mind. Um, you fight giant metal dinosaurs. Is, is what it is. What it is. I just mean, like I thought there'd be something else there. Like they said, it's their Zelda, but like story wise, it seemed lacking. And uh, like, see, I really love this it, story. Maybe it gets better. I don't know. The progression have... of it is go talk to this person. They tell you to go to this place. You go across the field, kill any robots that show up, and then talk to the next person. And that's it. You're missing out on the uh, all the exploration in this game. You are. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to deal with, like, the past and uh, uncovering all those bunkers mm-hmm. and stuff and, like, exploring that stuff. And I'm getting excited. That's what I really liked about the the first one was all that like the tech technology stuff that people are using. Well, maybe it's just not a strong start. <clears throat> the it isn't because I actually played this at launch and put it down and then went back to it a few months and like restarted it and I was like through the second playthrough I absolutely loved this game. Okay, like it was up until God of War came out the best PS4 exclusive in my opinion. Wow, that's high praise. Fair enough. And it's coming to PC. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So it's not an exclusive anymore. Suck it. Um, <laughs> but, like, I'm, I've been very vocal about, like, I'm not a huge fan of open world games. And it felt like the epitome of an open world game. The busy work? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you would hate. Oh, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to play it. Uh, but anyway, we also got the actual console reveal finally at the very end. The binder! Yeah, it looks kind of weird. Um, I've binder, loved all the, the memes about it. Like, that's been the best part. Um, I'm happy it can sit on its side. Like, I feel better about <laughs> it. And I think $600 for the, the disc version is reasonable. I mean, it's not reasonable, but I think uh, it's realistic. Um, yeah, um, it's... Because they also announced the discless version, which I think will probably shoot more for the 500 range. And that's what they're going to promote as, like, the consumer version. But, like, because it's backwards compatible, I immediately thought, I was like, oh, I'll just go discless. I, I never buy games anyway, you know, physical games anyway. And it was like, well, crap. Like, if it's backwards compatible, a lot of my PS4 games are still physical. So, like, I want the backwards compatibility to work, so I need the disc then. So it's like, it's kind of a weird world we live in right now. <laughs> I mean, that's true yeah. universally, but. I, don't know. I just loved all the memes of GameStop sweating and the fact that there'd be a disc mm-hmm. at launch. I liked all the memes with like the way the console looked. Yeah. Oh yeah, those are great. You're a you're a third rate console, fourth rate. <laughs> but like, I hate the white. Like, I'm so tired of the white on black aesthetic. I hope they announce more colors. Oh, definitely, they're gonna. They not uh, launch. somebody did an all black for it. It looked. Really sexy, actually. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I mm. retweeted it, but Boss Logic put out a um, a black and red, like a Spider-Man mm-hmm. bundle, mm. 
And I was like, I hope this is real. Like, I want it to end up being real because I will buy the crap out of that bundle. I will um, say this. Oh, you know they will. I will say this about their design, though. You can actually use the USB ports, and they're not like hitting inside they're... those weird slight slits things. It's and it charges with USB C. That's cool. Which is yeah, fantastic. That's, that's yeah, yeah. Yep. There's a lot to like. I just don't like the colors, and the wings are kind of weird. Yeah, I don't like the wings. Yeah, but I, I like. I think it was VG Dad again. Uh, says something like, the PS5, he's funny, I can't help it. He is funny. Uh, the PS5 looks like what uh, what fans pictured consoles looking like in the future. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, from the like, 90s or whatever. Like 90s yeah. fans, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> there was a, like, a lot of those high concept like fan console renders or whatever. Yeah, a lot of clean yeah. white and sharp edges or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they really did look like that. So we have the fridge versus the router, who you got? Yeah. I can put food in my fridge. Uh, I mean... I can't put food in a router. You could, you're just not trying hard. (laughs) (laughs) You can't put Spider-Man in your fridge, though. So the router wins. That's just just not one to have a kidnapping Uh, charge, but if you want to go that extra mile, do it. I'll just go buy a toy and then put it in the fridge. Boom! The router. Spider-Man in your fridge. (laughs) I can play all my Xbox games on PC, so... exactly. Yeah. I mean, I have an Xbox One X. Like, I'm good for next gen, for a few years at least, because it's forwards compatible. I'm going to have okay. to buy a PS5, but it's backwards compatible, which means I can get rid of my friggin', like, airplane, like, <laughs> like jetliner jet version engine. of a PS4. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so bad. <laughs> the other day I was playing uh, Dead by... This isn't related to news at all, but who cares? Uh, the other day I was playing Dead by Daylight with my friends. And I had to go to the bathroom, so I put the controller and headset down on the console, just, like, not thinking. And I came back and put the headset on, and they were like, Oh, thank you, finally you got out of the airport. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what are you talking about? They're like, Uh, where was that headset? It was so loud. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, Yeah, the PS4s are ridiculously loud. Yeah. Yeah. I have to keep it behind my, like, my whole setup because otherwise it'll get picked up by the bike. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I'm a little bit disappointed there was no UI show off. Like, I, that's, yeah. like, that's the one thing I want to see next from these two is just like the UI of what their next show is. I want a fucking price. Well, yeah. I think price, price is really state. I want to know what it looks like. I want to know if it's going to take forever to load. Like, UI should. always changes over the years. They have shown the Xbox UI. I don't know if it was leaked or if they've officially shown it. I'm just tired of it loading stuff. forever. Like, taking forever to load. That's all. Yeah, that's true. Alright. Um, yeah, the PS4 UI is terrible. They're both but bad. Anyway. Um, it's it's better than the Xbox. So yeah, both. At least when I was on Xbox. I don't know about that. see. That's done. So, on the news of various uh, conferences and whatnot... Um, I wanted to briefly shout out that uh, San Diego Comic-Con 2020 was cancelled in April. Uh, but they've announced a Comic-Con at home which will run next month from July 20... Sorry, July 22... 22nd what? to 26. 22nd. 22nd, but yeah. I forgot what that number was. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> July 22nd to 26th. Thank you. Um, and everything will be free 
There will be an online exhibit hall. Um, Interesting. And exclusive panels and presentations about comics, gaming, television, film, and a variety of topics from publishers, studios, and more. Uh, there will also be various activities in which fans can participate from their homes. And you can use the official Comic-Con at Home hashtag to be included in the virtual activities. So that's like what GSX is doing? Yeah, so there's almost always gaming news that comes out from Comic-Con, which is why I included this here. But, like, it's really cool. Because Comic-Con's super expensive in San Diego. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm really curious what this is going to be. And, like, what the gaming side of it's going to be. Because it sounds like maybe there will be, like, at-home demos or something. Because... The fact that it says, we'll also have gaming activities in which fans can participate from their own homes makes me think we're going to get, like, an Avengers demo or something. Maybe. But that'd be cool. So, I don't know. But this is neat. I like that more things... Like, obviously the state of the world sucks right now. Like, I'm not trying to discount that. But, like, at least it's taught people that, like, things can continue virtually. We live in the era of the internet. There's no reason to cancel anything. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you don't have the online infrastructure with enough time and lead plans on this. It's not an easy undertaking. That's fair. That is But they got hella money. That that just because you, as I've learned anything, just because you have the money doesn't mean you have the ability. Uh, hopefully they have the ability, the time it's not even just money, it's time, ability. Uh, like I said, I'm even worried about what Evo's gonna do. They only have... I thought they announced it already. They did, but we don't know how it's gonna look. Yeah. Uh, one thing to announce something, it's another thing to do it. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Brave New World. Um, speaking of things that were announced and we don't know how they're gonna be, um, there's a new Bungie IP coming that will be comedic and feature whimsical characters. That already, I'm already not liking... Yeah, so it sounds like Bungie's trying to go the full-on Borderlands route. Uh, because Destiny has its quirks. Like, you know, the Nathan Fillion character obviously was pretty funny. <clears throat> they've in, they've injected some kind of, like, light-hearted stuff in there. You two probably know better than me. But, like, this sounds like it's going full-on, like, quirk with whatever they're making next. I doubt it would be it Destiny was, 3, though. It was, I think Pauly T tweeted about this on... Bungie's things. It kind of sounds like it was built for like helping to build randomized items in dungeons. And people are speculating it could be a dungeon crawler. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Like, Bungie's take on a Diablo game? Yes, because I don't see them making another like open world FPS no. game yeah. because it's gonna fight uh, Destiny. Yeah, they don't need to compete uh, themselves. So I could really see them doing a dungeon crawler going up against Diablo. I mean, Diablo you know, 4 is going to be rough to compete with, but like also it's Blizzard, and a lot of people are mad at them. Exactly. And I even said this when Bungie got smart and they got the money to then get away from Greedy Activision, mm -hmm. that looking at the state of Blizzard, that like Bungie has the potential... To become the next Blizzard, yeah. If they would really want to, it's not going to be easy. They're going to still. We've as playing Destiny, we've definitely seen like their issues and their struggles. Um, hmm. But with time, like 
once they kind of get financially set and get kind of everything back at home, everybody's working in the studio, I could definitely see Destiny taking the next big leap, and we're seeing that with the next Beyond Light expansion, and then yeah, you can marry more exotic. Could, and then getting more revenue in with potentially a dungeon crawler, which I think has a fairly good sized fan base, um, would be a smart move. Yeah, and I think like right now their main competition would be Torchlight Three, not Diablo Four. Wait, is three being made or Frontiers? It's Frontiers. No, Frontiers became three. Okay, we okay, had a I, story in that. A I always ago. get confused on the narrative. Apparently, you don't watch this show. I get confused on the narrative. I do the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just calling you out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I like that they're branching out. Like Destiny's great, it's but smart. they can't just keep doing Halo clones forever. No, agreed. Not that I think Destiny's a Halo clone, but I think like you know, gameplay wise, it caters to the same audience. It does. And I completely agree with you. If they want to continue to expand either on Destiny or whatever else they want to do, they have to get away from the FPS side. Yeah. So. Uh, Speaking of companies that can't keep doing the same thing, uh, EA uh, today just announced uh, Star Wars Squadrons, which looks to be like a new, probably games of service version of the Rogue Squadron series. Um, we don't have any information yet except, like, just a concept picture. Correct. And a title. But it's EA, so it's probably gonna be microtransaction to sell. But me pilot B-Wing. Um, but we'll have more to announce next week because they're doing a full reveal trailer on Monday, June 15th. At 11am. Yeah. So check that out, um, and we'll report back next week, but, like, People are going crazy on the Rogue Squadron front right now because those games are great. Like, let's be honest. First two are good, yeah. I never played the third one, I don't think. I've never either, but I can't. That's why I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad, but I only have a. What was that? Rogue Leader? Who's, or is that two? Who's developing it? Rogue's Revenge? Oh. Yeah. They're publishing it, but who's the developer? Uh, I don't think it's listed. Yeah, I don't think it is either. Is there any information on this YouTube link? Nope. No. Well, it's not Factor 5. Yeah, there's nothing on... Like, I mean, EA is a developer, too. Are they, though? Are they? Um, like, they make stuff in-house. <laughs> they, make the they... Store, they make the sports games. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it could be them. But yeah, there's no other developer on this splash screen, which is kind of weird. They'll probably announce Probably. But yeah, that's cool. From Visceral Games. No, they actually... Never mind. I would, that would not work at all. Never, sorry. No. That would open up a bad one. I, I feel like we can figure out who it's not. Uh, uh, it the, says the EA Motive like... Studio. Oh, okay. EA Motive. Okay. I don't know who Capcom presents Star Wars. Um... I don't have a transition for this. But we got a new trailer for Paper Mario Origami King. And I'm noticeably less excited now. Yep, they, they, they fucked it up again. Yeah. 
So, like, gameplay-wise, there's some really cool stuff here. Like, the traversal mechanics. Really convoluted. The, like, the gameplay variety. Really cool. But, like, as an RPG, super lacking. That ring shit is stupid. I don't know. I kind of like it. But I also feel like the goal is to beat everything in one turn. Like, you set up the attack, and then you just do one attack and take everything out. Wow. That sounds really lame. That's what it looks like, at least. Yeah. I can't tell. I can't tell if this is worse or better than Sticker Star. Oh, it's for sure better. (laughs) I don't know, man. This looks Because at least you use, like, traditional attacks. There's just, like, weird gimmicks to it still. But I like that it's kind of an open world where you, like, follow the streamers to your next objective. Using various vehicles and stuff. I don't like that your companions are just generic Mario companions. Like, yeah, hey, a Bob-omb named Bob Bobby. That's just a Bob-omb. There's a Final Fantasy VII homage in there. I don't know if you caught that. I didn't. Oh, uh, yeah. They're in, the, they're in, like, a carriage. He goes, my name is Bob. I'm a Bob. Oh, um, okay. And then there's, like, a... a Kamek? What are they? What are they? Magic Koopa, right? There's a Magic Koopa that's just named Kamek. Like, all right, cool. He carries a broom. I guess that's a. You're never, distinction. you're never gonna get the the, the very companions at the Thousand Year Door, and they were. I know. It's not gonna happen. But it's so late. Like, those are those are. And like the most interesting one that they showed was a Toad wearing like adventure gear. Oh, Captain Toad. That's just Professor Toad. Sure. Like, there's some cool, like, mini-game sections and stuff like that. Like, I feel like it's going to have really fun gameplay. But, man, there's no originality here. And then the bosses are all just office supplies. Like, you fight a tape dispenser. And a box of colored pencils. And rubber bands in the shape of a body. The point is, all of the bosses are, are... just friggin' office supplies, and that's stupid. <laughs> it's the same thing that Sticker Star had. Yeah. Like, I've seen people, like, defending it, and I don't understand that. Because, like, that's, yes, I understand. Yeah. They are just making the fact that everything's paper into a quirky thing. But you can have some originality. Turn the tape dispenser into an enemy, like, framed after a tape dispenser. Not just I've... a straight-up tape dispenser. I just don't think Nintendo wants to do anything risky with Mario. They don't. Like, they just want to keep him... I mean, Paper Mario is already kind of... Like, it's already weird enough as it is. But, like, I don't think they ever want to go back to that era of, like, let's do weird... I will challenge you, though, that they did give Ubisoft Mario and gave him a gun and made it a tactic Um, game. No, I mean, yeah. No, you're right about that. But in terms of in-house... Like every every Mario game, whether it's good or good or mediocre, it's safe to a degree. Like Odyssey was fun, but it's like it's Mario, right? They just refined. You're not gonna like. You're not gonna get that. Sunshine was weird. Okay, I will. I will. I will. Like just from aesthetics and everything, gameplay. That's a weird Mario. It is. Um, and and even the Paper Mario a Thousand Year Door. That's a weird as fuck. RPG for Mario, but they don't want. I don't think they just want that. No, they want it to be all recognizable across all their games, and that's bland as fuck. Because Mario is bland as fuck, and if you made him in Smash, you're trash. I said it. It's true. I agree. And I'll get up. Then I'll get up. I'll get that cyclone shit up to death. Play it. Arm. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm probably still going to check it out. Like, I don't know if I'll buy it right away, but, like, I'm curious because it, it, just, it just looks like it has some cool gameplay stuff. But it's so generic looking. I, I thought about it, and then, this I'm sorry, man, the second I saw that ring shit, I'm like, like, why? Why? It just, to me, it looks overtly complicated, and it's going to be, it looks like to me, it's going to be frustrating. For the boss mechanics, it seems kind of cool, because it's like adding puzzles into bosses. But for the regular enemies, it literally looks like you just take their amount of turns it takes to line up the ring, and then you do one attack and it's over. And that's stupid. Just, just if, if just they should have just really done like another Super Paper Mark. Yeah, just 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 do that. If like, they're not going to devote themselves to an RPG, don't make an RPG. Right. Because Super Mario was great. Super just Paper go, Mario was great. There we go. Yeah, just, use that just, one. Just go. Just go play. Um, you know the original Paper Mario. If you have Wii U or I don't know, maybe Thousand Year Door. I mean, if you can, you know, download Dolphin, find, yeah. It's not available anywhere else. It's just on GameCube, dude. It's never been re-released. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's dumb. That's like, why people are asking for that. <laughs> yeah, and that game is also stupid expensive because so. Do I still own it? I feel like I played it recently. I've only seen let's plays of it, and yeah, it's quirky, but I never understood. Feel maybe it's because I didn't. I'll just see if I own it when I'm not, you know, in the middle of a podcast. Um, but speaking of things that don't look like trash, uh, this is going to be a brief one. I just want to shout it out. But Arcade One Up, as part of the IGN Summer of Gaming stuff, announced their new set of cabinets. Um, and for one, there's a Ms. Pac-Man cabinet, which I sent to my mom because she loves Ms. Pac-Man. But also, their new Marvel cabinet is a Marvel vs. <laughs> Capcom cabinet, and I really want it. So it includes Marvel vs. Uh, Capcom Clash of Superheroes, X-Men vs. Street Fighter, uh, mm. X-Men Children of the Atom, and mm. X-Men Future or X-Men Mutant Apocalypse. Some of them were not were not like some of those are Super Nintendo games. By the way, I don't know if they had arcade version. Fair, uh, yeah, and, uh, and uh, Marvel Marvel Superheroes and Marvel War for the Gym. Yeah, I didn't realize there was two different versions of this cabinet. That I think that's new information. So yeah, there's two different versions. There's one that's the X-Men vs. Street Fighter, and there's Get one that. that's the Marvel vs. Capcom Clash of Superheroes cabinet. And it has War of the Gyms, which I love. I did a video on it. Uh, X-Men vs. Street Fighter, Marvel vs. Capcom Clash of Superheroes, and Marvel... Su- Mabel is what this says. <laughs> Marvel Superheroes vs. Street Fighter. Ma- it's it's Marvel. Marvel, baby. Marvel. <laughs> Wins Marvel. It's Marvel time. Um, they also had just so we're you know being thorough here. They had I think their first uh, pinball machine, which is a digital pinball machine, kind of weird. And then the Big Buck Hunter cabinet, which whatever. Um, but yeah, this this Marvel cabinet has me really excited. Like I thought I, I was sold it. on the Mortal Kombat one. I was like, I'm gonna wait for that to go on sale. That'll be my cabinet. Oh, the one with one, two, and UMK three. Yeah, yeah. But now I kind of want this one instead. I want. The, I still want the turtles one, which I my Walmart has it, four hundred bucks. Oh, mm. and I have nowhere to put it. Uh, now that's the thing is like, like I found the like at my local Walmart. I found the Mortal Kombat one. Like I think it was a like clearance display or something that they put back in the box, and it was like one fifty. 
I was like, ah, you should have bought that. One fifty? Yeah. You should have bought that. Come on. But like, I wanted to wait and see what the new ones were gonna be. It's one fifty. Come on. I know. Could've... The other ones are not gonna move that. I was, not gonna I was still determined to like build my own though. But like, I realize now that like I could take the shell of that, and it's still cheaper than building your own. Yeah. Anyway, that's not. Really uh, I wish I had space in my house because I would legit one. I was one of the the MK1 and now the Marvel this Marvelous Capcom. But yeah. I'm like, why don't you put these on modern consoles? You clearly were like that's what's frustrating about this. I know. It's like I can like, have multiple could... consoles too. Like I have I'll have room in the basement when it's done. I could get the Mortal Kombat and the Marvel one. Hate you. Hate you so much. I'm sorry I own a house. <laughs> um <laughs> it's expensive, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but Anyway, last news story. Uh, ben put this in here, so I'll probably have him elaborate. But um, oh shit! Um, supposedly, oh, okay. uh, this is like a new read. report. I don't know all the information yet, but AT and T is considering selling its Warner Brothers gaming division. Yeah. So um, the original story is on CNBC. Yeah, they're they bought it in 2018 because AT and T is stupid and just buys up everything, thinking it'll be profitable. Bought, yeah, they brought Warner Brothers. Yeah. They bought all kinds of stuff. And now, like, one of the other big things they just randomly purchased was DirecTV. And so, in 2020, now their investors are trying to get them to sell, like, non-essential uh, properties. And so they're looking to sell off the uh, Warner Brothers gaming division. Which doesn't actually include the properties they own, such as Batman and Harry Potter. It would just include the studios under those divisions. So, if this does happen, NetherRealm Studios would move someone else and say goodbye to that Warner Brothers money. Mm, probably. I mean, they could still like the thing. The the thing I read that it wasn't this story that you put in here, but the thing I read was that uh, AT and T would continue to profit off of the properties that those studios are making. It would just be like a licensing deal instead. So, so like whoever they bought would still own Mortal Kombat, yeah. But like whoever bought the Warner Brothers gaming division could continue making like Injustice things like that, but they would have to license them those properties from AT and T. So it's whether they would want to do that or not. It's so great, yeah, yeah. But like I still believe that 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 Harry Potter RPG that was leaked like a year ago. Is real. Yeah, Jason Schreier said that. it. Jason said yeah, just, it was real and it's still being made. Yeah, just like that Metroid HD Prime HD trilogy, real, right? It is. Right? It is. Sure, you coming this your year? Mouth. Sure, it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> coming this year. You. It's ready. It's ready to be released. Two years later, nothing. Sorry, I like poking the bear. Also, uh, I'll just mention the uh, the people that are looking to buy you. is Take Two Interactive, EA, and Activision Blizzard. Oh God, the worst, the worst. Yeah. The worst of the worst. I mean, oh. take two. <sighs> sure, all of them are bad. You can live with. Which poison do other... you want? If out of the three, I'm taking take two. Right. That's yeah. a confusing sentence out of context. Do you want to die by rocks being <laughs> thrown at you, or do you want to have sand poured in your mouth? What do you want? Um, I'll take two. <laughs> two rocks to the head coming up. Let's go. So yeah, this actually does say, according to CNBC, the deal might include a licensing or a commercial licensing agreement where AT and T can t- continue to get revenue from its IP, because they will still own the IP, like in general, because you know Harry Potter is outside of the gaming and 
Batman and all that stuff is outside of the gaming. But on the gaming division side of things, whoever used those properties would still license them from AT&T. That's why monopolies are stupid. It's confusing and they never actually care about the things they buy. Yeah, I was ex- I saw I'm not gonna lie when I saw AT and T and sold I thought they re- they were gonna sell out. Oh my god, they sold out the Um, that's probably next. Don't don't. Well, it says that AT buying things. It says AT and T is looking to divest assets to service almost two hundred billion dollar debt. Yeah, which they yeah. bought Warner Brothers for like one point two billion. <laughs> they need to sell Directv. Yeah, that was their big deal. That was the problem. They became yep. a monopoly by buying DirecTV, and then it didn't pay out for them. DirecTV is about to become extremely dead once DirecTV loses the NFL package. Yeah. But at and stupid and thinks they can just buy things and revitalize them. Yep. Verizon sucks too, but I'll take them any day over at and Well, I actually have at and for phone, but... Oh. I get away from them more on that because I saw the, the writing on the wall. <laughs> yeah, um. they're garbage. This is scary. It is. Um, all these big telecompanies are just trying to buy up everything, and they don't know what they are. They just know that, oh, th- people like these things. Let's buy them. And then they get yep. screwed over. But anyway, that's the end of our news, unless you guys had anything else. I don't remember. No, that's it. Uh, cool. So, Sully, we'll have you go first. Uh, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter at Sully underscore underscore games. Justin? Two underscores? Yes, two underscores. Two he underscores. actually says the underscores in his name, unlike someone. I mean, I just say you can look for me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all the good stuff as zero score. Because if you just search for zero score, you'll find me. You don't have to search for zero underscore score. Just saying. And right. Ben? Uh, Twitter.com slash Marvelous Iggy for Animal Crossing related tweets. They tweet all that stuff. I want to thank everybody who participated in my Studio Ghibli poll that I put. I you made the right choice. I didn't. They made the right choice. I, I mean, I made the right choice for you. Moved, what? Uh, Howl's Moving Castle? Yeah. Oh, well, congratulations. Jordy won. Uh, it's a brilliant movie. I haven't seen that movie since 2005. Oh, my That's God. Great. So, made me cry. Uh, but no poll this week uh, because I'm watching Knives Out. Which also great. Everybody, everybody's been egging me about that, so I've heard good things. Yeah. If I hate it, I'm coming to your house. Um, fuck Kofi. If you hate it, uh, we're not friends. Fuck Kofi. Like the Resident Evil movies is one thing. Hating Knives Out, no, unacceptable. <laughs> I still got the leg up. Anyways, uh, so yeah, Twitter comes is Marvel Ziggy, and I know I don't know YouTube stuff anymore. Uh, and I don't know if they'll listen to this, but shout-outs to two uh, dudes on the Chun Discord, uh, Luzon and Ross, for subscribing to my YouTube channel slash <laughs> watching my Let's Plays. And I'm like, I haven't done anything in that channel in like two and a half years. Uh, yeah, they and they, li- and they like them for some reason. That was very fucking... Like, okay, minor side bit. One of them literally comes up to me and asks me, because he's from Australia, which is even the more wilder part. Like, it was in one of my... Honey Pop, yes, I one of my first Let's <laughs> Plays I did was Honey Pop. Showed up in his Judgment. fucking recommendations, um, and uh, showed up in his recommendations, and he was like, "Is this you?" I'm like, "How did you find it?" <laughs> uh, and he is, and he said he's watched more. So, and then the other guy subscribed. So, yeah, maybe it's maybe it'll motivate me to do. Stuff. Yay, nice. do it. 
Uh, Twitter.com slash Marvis. There, you can all leave me the help. Alright, uh, so you can... Not a great promotion. <laughs> you can check me out on Twitter, CSG Thomas. Also check out charshot.com. Putting out more uh, content on a daily basis. Uh, putting out way more show notes than usual. Um, you can email me, thomas at charshot.com, if you want to be a guest on one of the shows. Also, uh, send me your suggestions for our wrestling watch-along. Um, it looks like your pick one, Ben. Yeah! <laughs> Everyone voted Sorry. for it except for me because I voted for mine. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants Lame. to see RoboCop. Nobody wants to see RoboCop at a wrestling event. No, not in 1991, my guy. Not, not. No. Um, yeah, and you can uh, review our our show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts, and uh, send it to a friend. And uh, thank you all, and have a good night. Wash your hands.